Hello, this is Astro Chris from Coda Queen Astrology, and today's video is on the Jupiter Saturn Great Conjunction. Thanks for tuning into my channel. This channel is for the astrology enthusiasts all the way to the astro professional. I am a professional astrologer and teacher, and this channel was created to teach you astrology and to keep you updated with any astrology forecast. So don't forget to subscribe hit that notification bell so you'll get notified every time I post a video on a weekly basis. Let's get started. So the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction is occurring at the end of this year. 2020 has been a very tough year. Lots of transformation. Jupiter and Saturn have been dancing back and forth, getting really close to each other, but not actually forming an exact conjunction. So they were working really hard in um, the area of Capricorn Earth, and this is Cardinal Earth. So something needed to change in regard to material, Earth rules material, and Capricorn energy rules Cardinal Earth. So starting new ventures, starting a new perspective, and this is all in the area of Capricorn. And additionally, Jupiter uh, formed some conjunctions with Pluto. Pluto has been in Capricorn for a while and it will remain in Capricorn for another uh, two and a half years or so. So the energy of Capricorn is still being worked on by Pluto, but the Jupiter and Saturn conjunction is not happening in Capricorn. It's actually happening at zero degrees Aquarius. Now, uh, this conjunction in the sky is very auspicious it's been documented by the most influential astrologers of our time and they call this the great conjunction jupiter and saturn are both social planets so they aspect and also represent and impact social behaviors and social patterns of everyday life they rule social behavior and social patterns. They're not like the personal planets like Venus, uh, Mercury, and Mars, which are more interpersonal. They're ruling more your individual chart, your individual personality. Jupiter and Saturn take a little longer to transit the entire zodiac. So a, a group of people born around the same time as you are also going to have Jupiter and Saturn. So we're very dependent on the aspects that Jupiter makes to your chart and Saturn makes to your chart, but they impact the world socially. And back in the days, we wouldn't go past Saturn. So to the na naked eye, the astrologer wouldn't see any planets past Saturn. They did track Uranus for a while because Uranus is visible to the naked eye, but mainly only half of the year. So it's like a disappearing star or a disappearing planet. So it wasn't taken into consideration when the astrology was created. Saturn was it. Saturn was the boundary. So that's why Saturn rules karma and boundaries and responsibilities because to the astrologer, that was it. Nothing past Saturn. A little bit of history and background on the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. This conjunction forms a bright star in the sky so together they form a very huge bright star in the sky and they call this the star of bethlehem so the magi which were 
ancient astrologers back then they predicted that great things were going to occur when jupiter and saturn came together they followed their instincts they created a chart and they declared the king was born so whatever your faith is um, this is not a religious forecast uh, this is just more talking about like the historical events that were documented around this jupiter saturn conjunction whether you believe in this or not so there is a lot of historical events that are occurring during these conjunctions another marked event by the great conjunction was something that kind of led astrology to its fall as the prediction decreased astrology's popularity printed almanacs had been widely distributed in europe and uh, they had the cycles of the moon and like the ephemeris of the planets and things like that and they would they were widely distributed so because of the massive flooding of print the information in regard to the astrologers predictions was spread out everywhere and they predicted that the jupiter saturn conjunction in the sign of pisces was going to cause great floods and the reason being because the personal planets and the sun were all going to be conjuncting in the sign of pisces as you can see here in this chart i show you how um, mercury's in pisces the sun's in pisces venus is in pisces mars is in pisces jupiter and saturn are all in pisces forming a huge stellium the only one not being in pisces is the moon now there is um contradictions on the day and um, when the exact conjunction occurred so it looks like it occurred january 30th of 1524 but there's also um, a discrepancy on the planets in pisces actually all the planets entered pisces february 13th of 1524 back then the predictions and the casting and the ephemeris were all tracked by human so there could have been some human error now we have calculations we have computerized software so they're much more accurate but still the, even the programs themselves sometimes have slight discrepancies so based on historical facts during that year there was a lot of rain there was a lot of um water so it was a very wet year but there was nothing such as the predictions of a great flood they were comparing this to like noah's ark flood and everyone was terrified and scared however europe did get flooded it got flooded with a lot of astrology propaganda it got flooded with almanacs and mercury was um surely part of the concentrated energy in that stadium so mercury bringing uh, confusion bringing things in print so it totally makes sense so now let's check the energy that's happening this time around this is totally different this conjunction is happening in the air signs and uh, typically they cycle through air about every 200 years they change an element and back in 1981 that was the first time that Jupiter and uh, Saturn uh, met in air signs and then they returned to finish off their cycle in 
um, earth signs so people born around 1981 have the jupiter saturn conjunction in the sign of libra and um, that was kind of like the first taste of the social um, energy because air is socializing communicating collaborating it also represents love and diplomacy and for this last century we've been talking about the age of aquarius now it's very unknown when this age of aquarius is going to start however um, astrologers believe this is the mark this is actually the main solid beginning of the age of aquarius because the cycle is beginning with the aquarius energy this conjunction is happening in the sign of aquarius so solidly we can say that the energy is shifting from pisces to aquarius now aquarius is a sign that's very humanitarian it thrives on networks it thrives on collaborating it thrives on working as a unit versus an individualized person so we're gonna start seeing a shift in how humanity starts impacting and representing itself during the age of pisces it was a time where we were developing faith where we, would, we were developing compassion uh, martyrism we were also developing on on a spiritual level the pisces of energy is to serve but to serve wholeheartedly and that's the energy of pisces in the last year we've been seeing that cusp energy where pisces is um communicating with the energy of aquarius so the days that we had to marry because the church made these rules they were over during this century this century it revolutionized a different movement of divorce of uh, loving freely of not even marrying the person that you love dearly and spend the rest of your life with just for the sake of being unique being different from everyone else not wanting to be tied down or set uh, commitments that were more brought on by religion and um, religious governments in the age of pisces religion was government religion ruled over people until it was separated from um, church and government were or separated but for the longest time the church was the government so there's a different mindset that comes with the age of aquarius and having jupiter and saturn kind of start off at the zero degree the zero degree of any zodiac sign is the purest form because it's the beginning it's like the child it's like the divine energy of that zodiac sign and they're both conjuncting there exact at that degree making something new making a new cycle now the rewards that we reap with this day we're not seeing them immediately they're going to be long-term rewards um, this is a cycle that doesn't repeat itself for 20 years meaning the next time jupiter and saturn conjunct it's not going to be until another 20 years and it's going to be in an air sign and there's a deeper cycle which is a 200 and change cycle and that is an elemental cycle so it'll continue um, to 
every 20 years continue to meet up in an air element a few times making trines to each other trying trying so that it's going to be aquarius and then from there i believe it's libra and then we go to gemini and it starts bouncing back and forth back and forth for 200 and something years until it changes to a different element so during that time we develop a lot as a society we are going to evolve as a society but with the energy of aquarius so technology sciences um, more individualized type of thinking more genius type of thinking being studious and smart and learned is going to be the new sexy that's going to be the, the new norm a lot of technological advances in regard to medicine are going to use more high-tech uh, devices and also um, medically engineered that it's unavoidable medical medically engineered things to uh, heal people but at the same time we're also going to um, think more humanitarian in regard to how we're healing. So the, the thing about technology, that technology is not friendly to the world. Technology has its consequences. Um, but at the same time, if this technology is being used to assist, if maybe this technology is being used to think outside the box and solve issues of world hunger, solve issues of uh, pollution, solve issues of um, cleaning the waters, solve issues of overeating or overindulgence of materials and plastics, then that's good because we could develop technologies around everything we can develop technologies on, uh, around not creating so much trash and making sure that the trash that we do create is uh, both fertilizing the earth and recycling itself so we create less trash so there's a lot of advancements that we're going to have with this aquarius energy and the jupiter saturn conjunction is starting this off now when we analyze the chart i noticed that there was planets at zero degrees the jupiter saturn conjunction is at zero degree aquarius the sun is at zero degree capricorn and we have asteroids like like juno and venus juno is at zero degrees of sagittarius so jupiter is ruling juno here and in astrology juno was married to jupiter so harmoniously juno is supporting jupiter vice versa jupiter is the ruler of juno here because juno is in jupiter's sign um, venus is forming a aspect as well this is a sextile and um the energy of mars so mars is not forming a sextile to the jupiter saturn conjunction but by house they are communicating with each other because aquarius sends a sextile to the sign of aries but it's um, by aspect it's pretty far now um chiron is communicating here and sending a uh, sextile from the fourth degree now chiron was retrograde chiron just changed directions recently so 
um chiron is known as the wounded healer he was a teacher he was also into alternative medicine so again really emphasized here that the new way forth we're gonna have new medical advancements now by by aspect and orb jupiter and saturn are sextiling the moon however by sign they're not forming a sextile in a few hours after the conjunction the moon goes into the sign of aries and that's when it forms a solid sextile to jupiter and saturn in aquarius it's an asteroid combination so we have energy from juno at zero degree aspecting Pallas athena um, also aspecting Jupiter and Saturn and then from there we have that group Jupiter Saturn and Pallas Athena aspecting Chiron and from Chiron back to uh, Juno and Venus and Sagittarius forming a trine so this is an aspect of, uh, being formed sextile sextile to trine and it's from the energy of Sagittarius to the energy of Aquarius and then to the energy of Aries. It's very interesting that the asteroids are playing a big part in communicating with this conjunction. Now, um, another thing here is that the sun has just entered the sign of Capricorn. And this marks the beginning of the winter solstice also the connection to zero so we have juno making a semi-sextile to the sun and then we have the sun making a semi-sextile to jupiter and saturn and in turn we have jupiter and saturn making a sextile to juno and venus this aspect is called the eye and in personal charts if you have anything where there's a concentration of energy and right here we're looking at the sun because the sun is the middleman from juno to the sun to jupiter and then jupiter then turns around to connect with the juno um venus pair when i said jupiter i meant jupiter and saturn because they're together so all these planets combined they're forcing to they're forcing their energy they're working together and this is a hidden talent so it requires some work because sextiles are about work and um the semi-sextiles even produce more attention around work so they are beneficial aspects but they do require us to exert some energy out to put in effort now venus is the planet of love and money and what i did find interesting here was that venus is actually activating the same degree where the lunar eclipse just happened so this great conjunction is happening right after the lunar the eclipses actually not just the lunar eclipse and um in ancient astrology so in babylonian practices the jupiter saturn conjunction was actually an arab practice so this was something adopted by the arab astrologers and um it was kind of meant to not replace in a way but there was controversy controversy around 
the Jupiter Saturn energy as it felt more like eclipse type of energy. Eclipses bring a lot of change. But coincidentally enough, this Jupiter Saturn conjunction just ends up happening days after an eclipse. So it's still carrying a lot of energy of that eclipse. Uh, during the eclipses themselves, Jupiter and Saturn were very close in proximity in regard to orbs. So it's technically a very tight conjunction. But the exact meet two degree and minute is not until December the 21st. Activation of certain points in uh, configurations that were very powerful such as such as an eclipse and then such as this Jupiter-Saturn conjunction um, are highlighted here because we have Venus at 7 degrees of Sagittarius and the lunar eclipse occurred at 8 degrees of Sagittarius and then the moon was at 8 degrees of Gemini. So Venus is now activating that point where the sun was located and it's actually very close to the great attractor the great attractor is somewhat some type of energy like um, the galactic center so they're both black holes and right here venus is not super close to the great attractor because it is at 13 degrees but eventually after the great conjunction she's going to pass through those um, degrees and activate the great attractor so something around money something around uh, love and also expansion venus right here is expanding on that so in regard to uh, foreign affairs and money we're gonna see a lot of activity because venus right now is highlighting hey we had a lunar eclipse here but i'm being part of this activation and i'm activating this degree I also noticed another repeat of this energy, which was um, the part of Fortune and Mars. Now, they're kind of swapping places. In the lunar eclipse, we have Mars at 16 degrees, and then we have the part of Fortune at 19 degrees. In this chart, we have the part of Fortune at... 15 degrees so it's a degree off from mars and then we have mars at the 23rd degree which is a few degrees off from the part of fortune but they swapped in place so that's also being activated it's calling something the part of fortune is a calculation that we get based on the ascendant based on the sun and the moon and you'll need to adjust this to your location. I am an astrologer based in the Los Angeles area, so I casted this mundane chart for the Los Angeles area. However, if you do change this to your time zone, you'll see that the part of fortune is very close to the same point. So the part of fortune will change because your ascendant will change, but you'll see that in the lunar eclipse and this Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, the part of fortune activates almost the same exact degrees so it should be about five degrees off in every chart and um you'll see that activation so that's calling to you know attention to something it's emphasizing something found it very interesting that both both venus and mars are communicating 
um, messaging something. Now, Venus and Mars are forming a trine. They're still a little far apart. The energy is pretty spread out, but eventually um, Venus is going to form a trine to Mars and that's going to be very harmonious. Mars is finally going to make its way out of the sign of Aries and Mars actually had retrograded all the way to the 15th degree and here he's still in his shadow phase he hasn't reached the 28th degree which is the furthest point that mars reached before going retro so he's gonna clear his retro date on january the 2nd and this is shortly after the new year so mars is moving forward and um conquering new territory but still working out issues and um, things that occurred during the retrograde period now I have seen a lot of media around the Mars retrograde and I was shocked to see a video and this is from a local police department in my area where the sheriff declared that he was going to disobey um, government's orders in regard to shutting down due to um, all the issues that we're having because of uh, the public welfare so um, I was actually shocked to see that it was a public reply from um, one authoritative institution to a higher authoritative institution letting them know that they're not complying because of the fact that uh, these actions are going to hinder people's livelihood and in regard to um, attaining a secure uh, stable um, way of earning money because they're closing down businesses in addition to um, he's stating that the government is um, telling the people one thing and they're doing something else such as sending their children to private schools because they afford um, the private school education and having the lay people um, struggle and not being able to work because the children are not back in school. So where I'm from in California, um, the campuses are not open for the children to be on campus because of everything that's going on. So I was very shocked. And this is that Mars square um pluto energy that we see very strong here so right in this chart we have power struggle that's one of the signatures we have mars at the 23rd degree we have pluto at the 23rd degree and this is governmental force so mars represents the manpower and pluto represents the power so very displayed and this literally happened yesterday that i saw this and i'm filming this on um the 7th of december so very interesting to see this energy play out lastly i did want to point out that most of the planets are being ruled by jupiter and saturn and we'll start with juno juno venus are in the sign of sagittarius which is ruled by Jupiter. And then we see the Sun and Mercury in the sign of Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn. And Pluto is also in the sign of Capricorn. Then we have Jupiter in Aquarius with Saturn, 
and Jupiter is ruled by Saturn. Uh, we also have Pallas Athena, so Saturn is ruling Pallas as well. From that point, we go to Ceres in Pisces. We have Neptune in Pisces, the Moon in Pisces, and that is ruled by Jupiter. So Pisces is ruled by Jupiter, and Jupiter is in the sign of Aquarius going back to Saturn. From there, we go to the Aries energy, which we'll start with Chiron, then we have the part of Fortune, then we have Mars, and all those are ruled by Mars. So Mars is in its rulership, not under the command of Jupiter nor Saturn. And lastly, we have Uranus in the sign of Taurus, which is ruled by Venus and Venus is under the Jupiterian rulership as she's transiting uh, Sagittarius thus Jupiter is also being ruled by Saturn going back to Saturn so as you can see Saturn and Mars are really strong in this chart by house they have a harmonious sextile however Mars will move out of the sign of Aries before Saturn can form a sextile to Mars so it's not going to be a perfected Aries Aquarius sextile. So overall, right here, what's going on is we're going to start seeing the restructuring of old paradigms, of old authoritative systems. And it's not that they're not going to continue. They will, but they're evolving. They're evolving with the energy of Aquarius. The energy of Aquarius is outside the box thinking. It's represented by the water bearer. And there's a few mythologies around the water bearer, but the one that I feel uh, connects with me the most is the story of the Prince of Troy, Janimede, who Zeus became infatuated with. Now, Juno was extremely jealous and she was upset over Zeus's infatuation. And in mythology, Zeus is a lover of love, so it does not have a preference whatsoever. Now, in the mythology of Aquarius, how Ganymede became the water bearer was that Jupiter became infatuated with him. He thought he was handsome and he believed he would be the perfect water bearer. Um, there is an eagle involved in which was always surrounding Ganymede and he also had a golden cup. So when Ganymede announced to Jupiter that he had spotted uh, human suffering due to lack of water, Ganymede pleaded to Jupiter that he would like to spread water to the lands. And then from there, he was honored. Well, symbolically, this means much more because the sign of Aquarius is to elevate knowledge, to think outside of the box. And just with the mere mythology, we see that Janimede is representing rain, is fertilizing the earth, is changing things up. It's evolving things and water is knowledge. It's known that water carries memory 
and air also is knowledge as air moves the elements around in order for them to co-mingle so without air water would have not been able to move on to um, places on earth that are not close to water and they're dry like deserts etc so with that um, cloud filtration system that earth has delicately evolved and created we're able to spread knowledge everywhere and that is what connected with me with the sign of aquarius all in all this is going to be a new beginning for everyone on different levels we're going to see restructuring of definitely the education system we have mercury really close to the sun so there's new beginnings around uh, the capricorn government and authority systems that we have they're going to be evolving with higher tech thinking outside the box more ai more technology to um, evolve the old systems that are no longer going to serve us in the age of aquarius in addition the people are also going to ask for this the people want um, measures to be in place for certain things to no longer happen again uh, we have the moon very close to the sign of neptune neptune rules infections the moon in pisces is very spiritual so we do see that um, here in this chart the people are requesting that the government has uh, options for them so this can be prevented so in the future we won't see a world crisis that affects us on this level where it shakes up our security it creates world havoc and also destroys economic systems thank you so much for tuning in if you like this video please don't forget to subscribe hit that notification bell and let me know what area is the jupiter and saturn conjuncting in your chart i am going to be hosting a webinar all about the astrology energy the significance things like that that's going to be posted on my website and on the description below it's going to be on december the 20th uh, 2020 and it will be available for purchase in the future we will cover everything in regard to the major events of 2021 additionally build a vision board using your natal chart so there's a specific strategy that i use you tap into the strongest area when you're building that vision board and i'm going to teach you how to do that during the webinar don't forget to check out these two videos on the solar eclipse and how it will be impacting you as eclipses are activated for six months happy new year and enjoy be safe thank you